What's up, guys? It's Kevin Clem. Thanks for listening in again on The Shetler Show. Uh, this week we had John Mata on, who's personally one of my favorite skaters of all time. Uh, we got to discuss his home remodel project, his superfoods company, Raw Life, um, the benefits of krill oil and the other products that they offer. We talked about battling depression and manic episodes, uh, flow tank experience, and a ton more. The episode was really heavy, and honestly, John is a super cool dude. It was awesome getting uh, the chance to meet him. Um, he's definitely just a huge inspiration, and uh, yeah, I think a lot of you out there will really like to hear what he has to say. Um, also, just a few quick things. Uh, we got the Crush It Like Quint All I Need in Narragansett Beer Collab Board now available in our online skate shop and in skate shops uh, through Eastern Skate Supply. Uh, the sizes that it's available in are 8.25 and 8.5. Uh, also, we got All I Need Youth Hats. Uh, there's those are now available. We got uh, pink and white. The pink has uh, All I Need box logo embroidered into it in white, and then on the white hat, the uh, All I Need embroidered logo is black with a yellow fill on the uh, ALLI. It's a pretty nice looking hat. I think they're both pretty sick. We had a few requests for them, so supply and demand out here. Um, next, we have the All I Need Fall Brawl, which is coming up Saturday, September 8th at the Edge Indoor Skate Park. It's going to be three divisions. Uh, there'll be 14 and under, 15 and over, and a ladies jam. They're all uh, jam format, so it'll definitely be a really rad day. If you're in the area, you should definitely stop by and come skate. Um, and finally, just uh, follow along with our social media on Instagram and Facebook at All I Need Skate, and subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, at All I Need Skate. Um, all right, guys, that's it. Enjoy the episode. I just love the skating and the scene. Rain, rain, go away. All I need is a skateboard today. Board today. This is the Shetler Show featuring professional skateboarder, podcaster, and All I Need Skate founder, Anthony Shetler. So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Get on this thing. <laughs> Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me and you learn some tricks or whatever and you get that appreciation from your peers, you know, the other skaters are like, holy shit, like, yeah, dude, that's rad. Admiration. Yeah, yeah the admiration or the, the affirmation. Real. Recognize real. If I didn't experience those crazy moments in my life, then these great moments would never be as great as they have been. Honestly, like for me, I just loved it. Like I saw those dudes, I saw those videos, and I was like, holy fuck, this is sick. Yeah. This is what I want to do. Dude, 2016, it's already been almost two years. Well, a little under two years. In September, it'll be two years. Okay. That's crazy. Time flies, dude. I feel like we just, I feel like we just talked. <laughs> what have you been up to, man? Uh, I've just been working. Well, actually, where I'm, where I'm sitting right now, we just remodeled this. Nice. Yeah. I, uh... Yeah, it took, I mean, it was like the first time that I had ever done this kind of thing, you know, remodeling. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like give you a tour of it. Yeah, please, like, please do. <laughs> so this, 
Wow. Damn. That's like a that's a yoga studio. Is that but was that bedrooms before? No. So there's no like if you look at the roof, there's no insulation or anything. Whoa. Wow. Arizona. So oh, they, yeah. don't, they don't do uh, yoga right now, but so then this whole like thing right here that you see? That like room back there and shit? Yeah. That one, we just closed that off like at the beginning at the end of uh, May and we kind of finished like uh, probably like a week and a half two weeks ago or something what? this is where I this is where I live now and this is like it's like a little square foot or 600 square foot little like studio thing got my work desk and there's a like little kitchen and bathroom and shit <laughs> it's crazy I never like done anything like that were we in, were you in the same space last time? Okay, so last time that we talked, I was I was living in oh, it was in the bedroom. Okay, that's like my that's like storage now for boxes or product and shit. <laughs> Your living space is now storage. <laughs> yeah, it's no. like where we or for in inventory. Um, so yeah, what had happened to it from shit? What was that? Yeah, I was living in that room, and then the room next to it was my, was shipping and store, you know, inventory and stuff. And then since then, it's, I mean, so much shit has happened, but, um, I moved out of there, uh, around this time last year, and I had an apartment, um, like, closer down by, uh, just my friends, like, downtown, kind of more. I don't know. What city? Phoenix. Nice. I used to live in yeah. Phoenix. I think we talked about that. You've lived here, yeah. Yeah, yeah sick. Phoenix uh, is pretty big, though, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So I was kind of, like, right in the middle. That's where I was living. And I kind of did it to, uh... I kind of finished the last video. Because I was... Everyone was living down there. Yeah. So it was, uh... It just made sense. So I rented an apartment for, you know, the shortest lease. Uh, six months. But that... It's a whole story in that, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, yeah, so <laughs> right now I'm living in this this spot um, that we made, and yeah, I was working on this for like two months, doing like laying the floor, like all, everything that like is involved. Yeah, that's sick, dude. I've never done that. <laughs> and it's so much more fucking work than. It's like, oh, it'll take like whatever, two weeks, three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it fucking took, and it's like. Like, every single day was, like, uh, something new or something, like, there's just so much more stuff that happens than you, like, think, or you don't think about. Yeah. Like, in, in theory, like, it's like, oh, yeah, this will be, this is how you do it. And then you get into yeah. it, and you're like, fuck, this happened, that happened. That fucking fan right there. <laughs> like, installing a fan. Dude, <laughs> I know. Like, it's insane, but, yeah. So, I'm in here now, uh. I'm back. Uh, I'm back packing orders. So last, um, yeah. So where I was living was, yeah, a, it was a room next. It was my office. My office now storage, and uh, the room next to it is still where we pack orders and everything, ship stuff out of. Uh, but I moved out of there, moved downtown, had an employee uh, packing stuff while I lived down there, and then uh, some. Actually, like, right when I moved out, uh, our manufacturer uh, 
kind of sprung it up on us, like out of nowhere, sort of, saying that they were moving into a bigger uh, warehouse. And it fucking, it, they couldn't get us product for, well, for on, on them, it took them about two months to like sort it out. But we had sold out. Like they did it, we had sold out like a month after our birthday. I don't know. We didn't, we didn't have product for three months. So I Gnarly. moved out. Yeah, I moved out and I didn't have, it was our main product. I had, we were still selling, we still had two products, but they were not like, they weren't our main product. So it was, uh, people, we would still have like all this traffic and shit. I was still trying to like retain people getting to our site and stuff. But they just like, our conversion rate just like, plummeted and shit because no one they didn't no one, no one wants to buy the other stuff without you know unless they can get everything yeah well let's stop here's a good time here's a good spot to stop and tell people what you're what you're doing for like new listeners like what was the brand and where did like start there again oh okay uh, so yeah I own a whole food supplement company it's called well yeah it's called the, the company name's Rar Life but there's Rar Superfoods that's a product is for our plant protein we have a krill oil and a honey um, the honey's uh, local nice from uh, in Arizona yeah we know the beekeeper that's the product we get straight from the source that's sick straight from the um, bee's ass <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep and then the, the superfoods and the plant protein that all is USDA certified so it has this is way more you know, regulations behind it, so that gets manufactured yeah. um, in a you know, in a big warehouse that has all their certificates and everything. And the krill oil is uh, it's like it's like fish oil, same same nutrients, and just delivers the way that it delivers to your body is a different. Uh, it's it's. Um, Phospholipids instead of uh, triglycerides, so it's more. It absorbs quicker. You don't, it's more water soluble, so you don't have to. Uh, your body doesn't have to break it down to start absorbing it first. It can just start absorbing right away. Nice, and it's good so for yeah. like it's good for like uh, arthritis or like joint pain and stuff. Yeah, joint joint pain, brain, your mm. brain. Nice. It's a, it's all kinds of things. Your eyes, so much stuff. Um, but yeah, like if you've ever taken. Uh, fish oil and you you've uh, you've probably burped it up you can taste it yeah yeah <laughs> this doesn't happen with that because it's since it is water soluble it doesn't the, when the oil when the capsule like uh, dissolves in your stomach it doesn't the oil doesn't sit on the top of the fluids in your stomach it just yeah. starts absorbing right away nice so you don't get that you don't get that burp and then that we get that from a a company um it's from uh, Norway, and they did it. They're, it's a gnarly, gnarly company. They they do all their they do everything down in Antarctica. So how that's regulated is just a small. It's called Area Forty Eight, I believe, and they what <laughs> are heavily regulated down in Antarctica, and they make sure that it's it's regulated by four like organizations. Gnarly. And you can, they give you, they supply us with exact, G, like every, on the bottom of every bottle, it's got a GPS coordinates of exactly where your krill was harvested. Oh, sick. Wow, that's very controlled, right? 
It, yeah, it's really gnarly. And they, they make sure that, well, at this point, it's, it's 0.01% of what's eaten by the animals. So it's just, it's a, there, you, you can get the same nutrients from algaes, and that, that's where the krill get it from, but there's not, there's still not a very effective way of, of extracting it, uh, to get the omega-3s out of the, the people use like hexane, and it, it's just, it's not like quite there yet. So the next best thing, it, this, that product took me like two years to figure out like, and it was a moral battle in my head as well, like, okay, what's the best way to get this new, because you can get it, there's, there's ALA omega-3s and there's DHA, DHA is what your body uses of that omega-3, and ALA is what, what, um, plant sources like hemp and chia, um, just those sources, so you can't, like, flaxseed as well, your body, there's just, out of all the studies that have been published of, like, conversion rates of your body converting plant-sourced omega-3s into what the main one your body uses, the DHA, um, it's just horrible at converting it. So you need, it's just best to get it right from an animal source. That's, DHA is an animal source, so when you get it from whatever fish or krill, it's just already in that form because the the animal's already done that processing from the ALL. So it's just way better. And then the, the fish, um, so it takes 10, the amount of, so when, when fish eat krill and then you get the omega-3 from fish, it takes 10 times more by weight, 10 times more fish by weight to get the same amount of omega-3s right. from the krill. So it's just way more, you're, you're getting more to the source of like where it's coming from. And then it's it's regulated by it's gnarly like all kinds of it's just to make sure that it's uh, sustainable and stuff and and it's kind of it, um, I know a big company and there was three there was two that I was choosing from companies and they uh, uh, it was a battle kind of with me trying to decide which one and then I I ended up picking the you know the better of the company I feel because the other one then got bought out um, oh, no. by a different one so it is it's one thing that I do believe that there kind of should be a monopoly on because it makes it uh, just so much easier that, you know because then there's not a shitload of boats fishing for krill and there's it's only one one down there and one you know it's just so much better to to um, easier to regulate and make sure that you know overfishing and all that's not happening Stuff, yeah, so. that's crazy to think of that you'd have to think of that. <laughs> it's a, it was a, it was a big, huge. It took me two years to like, kind of, from the from the start of knowing that we wanted to come out with an omega three product, to actually like having it. it. Took me like two years, a lot of research and going through it, and it was it was gnarly, but it was fun. We, I don't I don't even think we yeah last time we talked. No, we might have had it out then. I don't even remember when we came out with it, but anyway, that's that's my business. That's what I have going on. All right. Well, next question is: uh, Have you been able to skate lately? Have I been skating? It's been hot, and then uh, how hot? How hot? Uh, I don't know. Today it's probably like one oh six or something. What? Oh <laughs> you said it casually. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's been, it rained. Uh, we just had months, a little monsoon thing, so it's been humid as well. So it's been kind of. Kind of extra 
extra hectic. Super <laughs> heavy out there. Super yeah. heavy. <laughs> but yeah, lately I've actually been skating. I've been skating a lot, but I haven't yeah. been filming a lot. I've yeah. Just um, like I would, I would be remodeling, doing all that shit, and then you know I just get burnt out. So I, I would go and like, because I kind of set set some like I, I knew I was going into doing this remodeling, so I kind of mellowed out on uh, working a little bit um, on the business. So I let my little free time I'd go skate. I was actually I've actually been skating more. <laughs> It's funny because when I when I'm filming, um, I'll just have a trick in mind and I'll go do it. But I'm working at the same time, so it's kind of very I have to be very efficient and just go and film the trick. Yeah. So I go do it. Um, lately, I I haven't been filming, but I've been skating way more. I go into the skate park and just uh, maybe it's on the way to the post office or after or whatever. I just stop and skate something. <laughs> like, yeah. I have been skating a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good feeling. <laughs> that- I had a day, I had a session the other day where I just like showed up and went to the park and I just like skated for like a two hours straight and like drenched and no plans you know just like fully this is just what we're doing right now <laughs> that's sick it's a good feeling yep been doing that I actually the first time that I went back to the park I hadn't been to the skate park it's like two miles from my house and I I hadn't been there I think like over a year or something like that yeah and I've been back there like. Quite a bit lately, actually. All right, this is a little off the subject, but it's along skating. When you do, when you skate the ditches with the water, do you just like you just go and you're just like I'm gonna get this board soaked until I land it, basically take a slam. Is that your approach? Oh my! Oh, like the the whole footage. Yeah, I was watching one today. I was like, he just threw down and he tray flipped on like a waterfall, basically. And I was like, he had to go there and just be like, I'm gonna do this as a trick, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I had uh, I had saw that spot and uh, I messed around on it one day and because it's actually it's kind of a cool spot even when it's dry and but it's it's a thing, like uh, up from it is there's a water um, I think it's a water treatment plant so there's, it's almost always wet even if it's even in the middle of the summer when there's no rain it's usually always water in it and it's because of that reason. Um, so I just I knew about it and I saw it and I wanted to I wanted to try think try stuff on it. I actually I did the um, I think it was the, yeah the same part. I like blunt fakie and blunt kick flip on it. Gnarly. Before I did the three flip. Gnarly. Like the later later part I backflip flipped on it, but I do yeah I have like I set up a new or just my board's kind of getting shitty and then I'm like oh, okay this might be a good time to because <laughs> it's still my board I don't really like to like try to set up a new board just to do that trick yeah so, no, my, like I'm gonna switch it out so and then bearings that's all that gets fucked up but, but just switch those out and then you're good your it's, trucks to like chill and wheels are chill and shit it's worth it if you land your trick right yeah like, like oh nailed it <laughs> I saw you slip too you slipped and like landed you missed your hand like slipped and then you like hit your side like that like yeah. on I was like that was <laughs> a surprise got, one <laughs> I think I got um, one of the times I think I got staph infection from that what the fuck I got sick um, <laughs> yeah and then I got staph infection around that time I was actually painting a mural like in a house someone's house this was like back I don't even know t- 2008 or 9 when, when I was doing that but uh, I had skated that spot and then I painted a mural and I ended up like these people had just
moved into the house and it was kind of there was nothing in there so there's people like hanging out there all the time and just hanging out drinking partying and stuff before they actually moved stuff in and they had me paint one of the the bedrooms or the walls in the room and uh, I was just sleeping there and uh, one of the nights I just woke up on the floor and uh, my face um, my face like hurt like I felt it was like tender what the fuck? I was like, I thought it was just from sleeping. And then uh, like a day or two later, it just swole up and I got a staph infection on my face. Fuck, so, dude. <laughs> I don't know if it was from... Because the dude was a... He was actually in a... He did uh, martial arts. So there was... It, it could have been from sleeping on the floor. It could have been from using his towels because he's in martial arts, you know. And that's that's pretty common from, uh, from what I hear in... You know, on wrestling mats and all that. Yeah, I've heard it too. Yeah. I guess staff mentioned it. Uh, or it could have been I was skating the water at the same time, so like there's, I don't know exactly how I got it, but you were just in some grime. You were just in some grime. Happening at once. That's all right. I think I got vertigo from being in grime too, dude. I was like up in SF, and it felt like the doorknobs were dirty, and like, and then like I went down, and I was like. And then I came down with vertigo and it like fucked me up. But I was like, gnarly. <laughs> but yeah, you have staff on my face. I got photos. It's, it's pretty funny. There you go, I dude. Got, I got it two times. I got it and then like it went away and I think I got it again. Is it gnarly? Like, is it uh, dangerous? Like in your face, I imagine, right? Staff and fishing spray. But it fucked me up. Like, I was. It, I think it like fucked with your head too. I don't know. You just get sick and. Usually people get it on their arms and legs, but yeah, and on my chin. And uh, I mean, you might be able to. Nice. Yeah, there you go. Oh yeah, I see some gnarly, some scars. A blank spot, yeah. Nice. Where nothing grows, and then I I got another one like up there. You can't really see that one, though, but yeah, gnarly. Pretty brutal. You get sick, like you kind of. I mean, kind of worthless until it goes away. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> well, at least you know you can survive that. That's good to know. <laughs> what else? What do you? What else have you been up to? Just working and skating and l- learning. Uh, you seem like you've been learning and studying some stuff and like. Yeah, I've been uh, really kind of with the with the business. It's the main thing that I do, and I'm always trying to learn uh, everything, learn learn new things, and grow it. You know, without without the the funding approach. You know, getting getting money from people to grow it, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it is, I mean, I could go over the story, like, kind of all what happened. Go ahead, go ahead, please. With, uh, with that, it, um, so, like, yeah, last year, I, it was our fifth birthday, um, Damn. August of last year, and, yeah, July, is this, yeah, around this time, July. when they built the, uh, the King of the Road, and we had, we had, a. Uh, we had plugged, you know, they had me do, like, one of the, uh, city challenges, and then, uh... Well, let's see. We had, we got plugs in there, Neen plugged it as well, like, it was awesome. And that kind of brought awareness, and then I put out this, I put out a, I made a video, um, just an about us video, and kind of, like, a recap of, like, everything that had been going on with the business and stuff. I saw it, I saw it, it was sick, man. Yeah, it's been, I've been advertising it a lot, it's... But I, I put that video out and it fucking like it was insane what happened. Just that one video just 
we like we normally get like one like a hundred to two hundred people a day. Like um, still, that's mellowed out since then. But when I put that video out, dude, for like a week straight, we were getting like a thousand fucking visitors a day. It was gnarly. Gnarly. And I had no. I put it out like not thinking anything would really. I put it out in in um, thinking that it would be the top because there's things called funnels and and uh, e-commerce and stuff. So and at, at that time, I was giving away free sample packs in an ad. So I was trying to make that video be the top of my funnel to to what just gets broadcasted out to like everyone. They'll bring them uh, bring them into people, the brand. What? Bring them into the brand. Yeah, uh-huh. funnel in. Like, the story out and the word out and everything, and then they click on it, and then you use retargeting uh, techniques and stuff by tracking people on your website, and then you kind of keep feeding them into content, just other things. And it didn't. And then it was I was gonna layer it down and kind of get informative like blog posts and all this stuff until at the bottom, if they hadn't purchased yet, they would get a free sample, and then we would give a discount code and all this um, with the free sample to get you know to get them to buy the bottle just so they could try it before they would buy it you know and uh, yeah. it just fucking that video just it by that whole plan that I had and I had I had taken like a little uh, course online to learn how to do all that stuff and just a free just learning it and from podcasts and stuff just and the video just it just immediately just started... People just started buying straight from that video. Yeah. And it grew. We went... We, like, quadrupled from, like, the King of the Road, that video, and then our birthday, like, putting our uh, our birthday sale. Because um, we have a sale every every year for our birthday. Hell yeah. That's a good idea. And all those things, you know, so King of the Road is happening now. So And then our birthday is the 8th of August. So in that, like, month time... It just, shit just like started popping off and it kind of got like hectic for me. So I was like stressed. It was, it, it became kind of too much for me to, uh, it, it just, it, I grew out of my, uh, hard to manage. I, I couldn't ha- manage it. Yeah. Uh. I hired an employee and, um, so there was, we had, we had a person packing orders for us. Nice. And, and then also I had to, there was just so much going on at that time. Um, I had to, I had to like put my dog down as well. There was just so rough, many things. Rough, dude. I had to do that not that long ago. So yeah. brutal. That was and brutal. It was, my, it was me that made the call. Uh-huh. Just, I had all these things going on, like, and I had never hired anyone and all this stuff. And I needed, I needed to like get away, you know, I'm like a, so I hired someone and then I moved. Also, I was trying to, we were trying to finish the Happy Medium 4 at the time. So I was like, yes, this will be good. I'll hire someone and then move out, get closer, and then I'll just get my mind away from it. Because it's kind of like, it's running itself now. It's like, mm-hmm. picked up way better than I expected all this shit. So I was like, all right, this is cool. I'll kind of like, let that marinate and then figure out the next thing to do after that. So yeah, I moved out. That's awesome though. That's awesome. Yeah, I tried to finish the the video, and then that shit happened. Like all that made us sell out, and then um, or, yeah, out of inventory. And then, like I said, that the company moved at the same time. So all of a sudden, all that fucking momentum, every 
because we didn't have a product for three months. Yeah. And then I had just moved out, so I didn't have any income. Yeah. Um, so I just, it, it turned into all my savings. Like I was living off my savings to pay for the apartment and all this shit. And I had got a, I had got a two bedroom apartment and, cause my friend was, uh, going to school down there, like near there. So I just figured like, I'll get a, I'll get a two bedroom. I can, you know, I can afford it. And if he doesn't move in, I can use it as, a, as an office and all this. And then he got kicked out of school and got a, you know, so all this, all this shit happened all at once. And then I fucking, I think all of that just had stress and everything. I had another little, uh, manic episode. It was like a hypo. It wasn't really a full on mania like my first one back, back years ago. It was, um, it was still, there was still like, you know, it was, there was grandiose thoughts and like, it, it was pretty bad, but I, I knew what was going on and my, um, my mom could see it as well. So I was, I was living like, fucking out in the stratosphere and I was still um, I was not fully um, convinced that what I was believing wasn't real yeah because when you're in, when you're manic like that it's too hard to it's it's like it feels way too good to believe or to like um, yeah believe anything else uh, it's just too hard to deny it in, in a sense but I knew I had been through it, and I, I knew, you know, the signs and what was going on. But I, so I was doing all this shit, and I'm manic for this. This was around the, the you know, we had an eclipse last year. Yeah. So eclipse. Yeah. That was when. And so, and, and when you're manic, it's a, it's pretty spiritual and all this. So, I, I also have, I had aligned my um, thinking with that because I thought it was a whole shift thing. There's a, there's a. a you know, an eclipse going on and all, it was just all that. So, so that fed into it as well. Um, it made it a little harder for me to um, accept the fact that I was manic, but to um, avoid the fact of like feet letting these thoughts um, control me. It was, it was gnarly. It was, uh, <laughs> it was good. It was fun. But, <laughs> but yeah, a whole nother. So, so I go, I have, I put out this video talking about how I went manic and then got depressed and I started using supplements and all this stuff and so I put this video out and then I get fucking manic two two weeks later and I'm like holy shit I just felt like so I felt so shitty and like um, I had just gnarly like imposter syndrome syndrome and like it's like fuck I'm like I put out this video telling about this and then all this how it helped me and then all of a sudden two weeks later I'm having a fucking manic episode. I'm like, you gotta be, like, this is insane. You can't. But I didn't, I didn't go to the hospital like I did the first time. I, I actually thought my way through it and I, I, um, it, I just, I was able to get through it, um, just on my own and, and with eating, right, and all that stuff. And I was taking, uh, other supplements, just stuff to, to bring me down and mellow, mellow me out and sleeping. I was trying to sleep. I get sleep because I was not sleeping well, doing all that, everything that was going on. So then, uh, from there, yeah, manic episode, and then I went to, um, I had bought a plane ticket to Hawaii to go on vacation, um, around the time when, when everything was like picking up, because I, I was like, I need to, I need to get away and like mellow out, and then that was kind of the end of, um, so the manic episode kind of like died out, and 
skated in forever. Oh, that's uh, good though. It was it was it was a fun trip actually. It was it was great. Skated <laughs> a lot, and then when I got home from there, I just fucking from a two week long mania thing into a fucking week long Hawaii trip, like nonstop skating. I got back and fucking just the depression, like the part of the come down from the you know the manic depression. Oh, yeah. Like holy shit, just. I plummeted to fucking shit, and then I had an employee, you know, I just, I didn't have anything to do. I was living in an apartment by myself, two-bedroom apartment by myself. I couldn't, I was so, um, I didn't have an energy, I was burnt out, you know, so like, going and skating, my whole goal of moving downtown was to skate and film to be closer to my friends to finish the video and shit, but when you get the, when you're on the come down from mania and you get into the depression thing, it's... You can't, there's not really anything, it's just, the only thing that helps is time, you know, and you kind of do everything you can to, like, be occupied, but yeah. even going out skating, like, I feel for me, I, I need to do um, physical activity where there's no, I have no expectation of the outcome, so, like, with, when I go skate, when I would go skating and I was depressed, if I didn't do well when I was skating, it would make me more depressed, so it was worse to go and skate. I've done that, um, too. I've definitely done that. Yeah, so yes. I, I just completely, um, I just, I stopped skating and then it just ruined my whole plan of like, I, I think I went fucking, fuck, like three months without filming a trick. I was, I would go and try to skate, but anyway, I, I, know, <laughs> I know that feeling, I, dude, three months is gnarly. I went to a, um, I, I moved into a location that was good because there was mountains and trails and, and hiking trails just oh. all around me. So that fucking helped me so much because I would just, I was literally, I pretty much literally was walking, like, I would go out, do what I needed to get done, but it, it wasn't all that much work because we didn't have product at the time, so it was, it was me kind of like trying to learn things and, and set things up for when we had product again. It just wasn't like demanding work, so I was kind of like lost as well, so I would just I would do what I needed to do in the morning, and then I would kind of just, like, walk all day long. <laughs> it was gnarly. It was just, like, because I couldn't, I couldn't just be in a, I couldn't just be by myself in an apartment, like, yeah. just stagnant sitting there. And there was nothing I could do to not be depressed. And I can't, I didn't want to get, go on antidepressants and all that. I've just, I've been there. It's, it doesn't work for me. It doesn't, doesn't it doesn't work. So yeah. I just, I waited it out, you know. I kind of just fucking let it go and I finally uh, I mean it's still um, it's, it's much better now uh, it took about six months for it to like really really ease up but it was it was pretty fucking bad it was really bad I was depressed from like the end of September yeah till six months whatever however long that was yeah it, I, tried, I tried to go on to um, I tried to go on lithium for a little bit and lithium was like a I guess I guess you would call it like a smart in terms of uh, like for for bipolar it um, it knows if you're manic or depressed so it kind of like this thing, there's um there's there's herbs called adaptogen adaptogens in like Chinese medicine and they know um, they kind of know what you're what's going on in your body so they know what to do that's just the name of it so I in in terms of that people know about that. Um, then they, I guess they could understand what lithium does. So it, yeah. it's not a, it's 
not an antidepressant. It's not. It's just. It's kind of like stabilizes you out, but it. Uh, it then it kind of worked, but I'm I'm off it now. I I tried it for a little bit. My hands started. My hands started going numb. Yeah. Shit. I was losing feeling in my hands, so I just I stopped it, and now I'm kind of I'm back on rolling. You know, I'm still not like fully uh, fully feeling like super good. You know, like back to like chilling but I'm, I'm way better than I was it was fucking it was seriously brutal the last like months of in that apartment were fucking so horrible that's right and there's not there's nothing I could fucking it's hard man like people you know people that are depressed they know it's like you, you can try to talk about it that's a thing like people say you need to talk about it and, and and you do, you know, I was going to a therapist and all this shit, and it's, it's, it helps, but you have to keep, you, you, your life then becomes just talking about that, and it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to be living like that, because if you talk about it, you know, you go to your therapist, you talk about it, or you talk about it with friends and family, it, it helps for that, for them, and there for maybe a few days, but then you think about what you were talking about, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> talking about you getting your head again it's hard it's hard to if you're like you seem like a high functioning person so like it seems like you're trying really hard to make everything work and you take on a lot of a weight you know what I mean and a lot of responsibility and pressure you made a video you know like promoting the brand and all that stuff so like yeah. you clearly are like uh, I can tell by your skating too you know like submersive you know like um yeah, it's hard. You got to find the balance, though. It sounds like like I need yeah. to find balance too. Like, I do like it's so corny and cliche to say, but skateboard lessons on the weekends with little kids. I do like one on one lessons, and I just like try to help them learn how to balance and stuff. And it's like every weekend I have to show up, you know, because it's like a kid, you know, I'm like yeah. can't fail, can't. And that's like some of my time broken away. And then it's like back to the business and back to like. I don't know. It's hard when you have, like, multiple things going on at once, and it's yeah. normal to do that, too. Especially to, like, yeah. not have, to have that great expansion in business without the experience, like, the experience of having an employee yet and how to, like, manage all that seems like, especially when you're exhausting yourself trying to maintain it, you know? Yeah. But that's, that seems like part of the growth, like, part of growing something is you have to, like, go that way yeah, and figure it out. Like, I, I don't think that kind of thing, like, I don't think if, um, if that whole, you know, when it was hectic like that and growing, if that was to happen again, I don't think it will um, be one of the contributing factors that then catapults me into mania again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll learn from it now, and it won't. I, I, it will. It will be much harder for it to affect me now. You know. Yeah, you at least have some experience. It's like the yeah. first drop in scary as fuck, you know, and then you get through <laughs> that one. You're like, oh, I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah, that sounds like a crazy time, and I'm sorry about your dog, man. Losing a dog yeah, is fucking brutal. Fuck, and then we just, uh, a few, maybe a month ago, we put the, our other our other dog down. That was a whole fucking, the three-legged one. I think I was talking about him the last time. Yeah, yeah. He, but dude, he fucking, he cut, his, he cut his back paw, um, and just, it would, so he was missing, you know, one of the front legs. And he cut one of the back ones, so... Oh, was, fuck. Double digit down. He was like... <laughs> don't laugh. Don't laugh. <laughs> things and that shit. He just, it was one of those um, injuries with dogs where they uh, they know that it's like... Um, 
hurting them or it gets infected and they start chewing away at it. Yep. And they, yeah. And it just, it took fucking so long for it to heal. And then it finally healed. And since he was, we were wrapping stuff around it all the time. Um, and he was, uh, he was functioning with, you know, um, like a few inches under his paw all the time because something was wrapped around it. Uh. When he healed, um, and he started running around again, um, he was, his body was so, his legs were so used to being offset that when he got the, when he got that off, it just, his hip then popped out of place. Yep. That makes sense. All his muscles were like overcompensating or whatever and it just, so then that popped out and we were like, that we had to put it back in and it, uh, I can't remember if it happened again or it was like it's gonna keep happening that's what they said they're gonna have to put a pin and then he just I think from there like once the hip thing happened he kind of knew and he was 12 or 13 so he kind of knew like what was going on I think he he was like man I fucking I've put up with enough of my life yeah I'm, yeah I'm done fighting so and then we saw it and, and it was my brother's uh, it was my brother's call this time to uh, to put him down yeah. We buried him in the backyard. Someone came out and, you know, they did the, uh, they put him to sleep, like right in the backyard under a fig tree, and then we buried him. Dude, um, I, I yeah. cried so much. We had to do the exact same thing, dude. It's fucking, fucking bald. I bawled. Like, it was like, it's yeah. a loss. It's a real loss. Like, it's, I don't, it's your dog, you know? Like. Yeah, it's, a, it's fucking weird. So, I, we currently have no, we have a turtle. Nice. What's the turtle's name? Kevin wants to know. Franklin. Franklin, perfect. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking want a tortoise. Turtles are sick, but I want a tortoise because I don't know. I'd he's a he's, he's a tortoise. Yeah, he's a he's an African. Uh, I can't remember the name. African something tortoise. That's box, sick. They. Box tortoise. Yeah. Oh yeah, box tortoise. They live forever, dude. They live for like they can outlive you. It's crazy. They're easily gonna outlive us. He's gonna easily outlive us. Yeah, the idea of passing a turtle on is a cool idea. <laughs> like generational turtle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Kevin pulled up an African box turtle. Yep, they look yep. solid. That's that's what I wanted too. Exactly. They eat watermelon and all types of lettuce. Yeah, we. we them. <laughs> it's the funniest thing to watch him eat, dude. It cracks me up. Yeah. He's yeah. kind of my. Uh, he's kind of my grandma's pet. Now. She just kind of goes. In. I think she's the one uh, responsible of feeding it now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, my I, my lady, she, like, sprung a dog on me. Like, we had Amber, and Amber got, like, uh, ulcerated cancer, and she was licking it, and, like, the same thing. Like, they're, they're just making it worse for themselves, and, like, we had to do the same thing. Make the call in the backyard. Someone came out. We buried her in the backyard, and then uh, my lady just got another dog right away. I didn't want another one because I'm just, like, I was, like, I was like, I don't want to set myself up for more losses, you know? Like, if I'm lucky, I outlive them, you know? And it's like, ah. Yeah. And it's like, you love these things so much. So it's like, we, Elwood just, my dog Elwood just had a back issue. He has these, like, he has manic episodes, dude. Like, he fucking hurts his back, and then he gets depressed, and, like, it lasts longer, and he's jumpy, and he's fucking, and he's, like, literally almost two weeks, he's been, like, barely, be, he wouldn't be able to climb into the bed, he would sit in the corner and do nothing all day, and I'm just like, Jesus, man. Luckily, it started getting better, you know, but, like, t- 
terrifying. I'm like, dude, his poor back. And to watch my dog, Elwood, who's like, loves to play. He fucking loves to play, right, Kevin? Yeah, definitely. Elwood will fucking play for hours. Like, if I had a basketball in the backyard, he would play until he'd pass out. Literally. But, like, he can't use his back. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Even in a dog, you know? Yeah, that, that injuries are crazy, man. My, uh, my ex-girlfriend had both, but her dog, both back legs got the ACL. Mm. I think it was ACL. Tear, like, it was fucking wild. Like, what? The dogs are fucking tear their ACL. Yeah, like a bulldog? Is it a bulldog, maybe? But it's just like, you can't fucking, they can't do anything. You know, like, they, it was like, on, there was like this, like, uh, ham, not a hammock, uh, like a sling that went under the, the stomach, like, near the back legs. And you would kind of, you would have to, like, carry the dog around like a briefcase. Wow, crazy. You had to go outside to, like, use the restroom. She just couldn't fucking walk. And I had surgery on both legs. Brutal. Yeah, this thing, it's, it's, I've actually seen a few other people have given them kind of like, yeah, just tell them, like, that shit happens. Because I've seen it happen since. Yeah. I had never heard about it. And I, 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 uh, just see that shit. It's just, like, for whatever reason, I think you, like, You've had it happen, so you you know about it now, so you're kind of like aware of it. Yeah. So, I don't know. But when yeah. When Kinda I when I was uh when I was younger, I had a black lab. My mom got a black lab, and uh, my household was like kind of unstable already. Like the adults didn't couldn't keep shit together, you know. So to bring a dog in is like double your double fucked. You're like, this is gonna be chaos. Like, and yeah, yeah. and uh, this dog broke its leg. It ran out the house because no one could train it or whatever. Broke its leg. Had a cast. This dog that wanted to bite and destroy everything, and then, like, everyone in the household's a mess, and, uh, I actually hurt myself when I was younger at the same time, so we both had, like, cast, I didn't break it, but I had, like, an air cast, and me and this dog just, like, so mad at each other, just fucking both angry at the same time. <laughs> it's brutal. <laughs> that was a brutal time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Where, where, so, John, where are we nowadays? Like, how, you say you're feeling good, man. What's the, what's your focus, yeah, man? back on track right now um so yeah even i mean picking up from picking up from where i left off i went so all that shit all that shit we have that growth straight into not having product and then since the company moved into a bigger warehouse they just all of a sudden the year all of a sudden they drop it on us like you know we're in a bigger warehouse we have to we're we're raising our minimums like because we we have been at minimum uh the minimum order, you know, the quantity yeah. of bottles, and they just were like, "Yeah, we're we're bigger now. We're trying to grow, so we're at the beginning of the year we're doubling our doubling our minimum order quantity." So all of a sudden, it fucking goes from all this shit to to then three months of no product, and like I was and and while while there was th that three months of no product, it was. It was not like they told us um, that it was going to take three months. It was one of those things like where they moved and they they weren't sure how long it was going to take. Yeah. So they would give us. They would be like next week. They'd stretch it out. Week. Yeah. Next week it kept it kept going. So I still was. I didn't turn off any of my any of my uh, my costs. You know my. I could have fucking turned my website down, all my advertising, everything. I could have just completely like. Just so I was basically had no cost like running in the background, but I was still running all that because I thought 
next week we're going to have product again. Yeah. And then next week. So I was still spending all this money, but we weren't having money come in. And then all of a sudden, we have to come up with twice the amount of money yeah. to buy product. And then, and then they also like sprung one of our products. Um, they, they said we were for some reason for three years the the price that we were at um, was, uh, it wasn't a realistic price. So they raised the price. It was fucking gnarly. So I'm like super, just insanely depressed. And then I get fucking this news dropped on me. Like, all right, your price is getting raised, and your order quantity is getting raised. So all this shit happens at once, and I'm like, holy shit. So I fucking just started cutting back, and that's that's actually why I'm back here now. So I, I dipped out of my, um, at, the, at the beginning of the year, I just dipped out on that apartment. I uh, I just broke the lease by, by a few months, because we were, we were kind of done filming that around then anyway. Yeah. It was around, like, at the end of November to, like, December, I kind of, like, filmed a few more things, but then after that, I was kind of... It's like I'm not. This is like I'm underweight. I'm like depressed and under way too much like stress right now. And I didn't. Uh, we we made it through. We're like we're finally. Uh, we just got um, all our inventory from like everything, and it <sighs> fucking fills up. You there? Sorry. Nope. I almost called, but it yeah the, the amount of product that's like in our house now is like. So insane. Does it does it feel? It must feel so good to actually have product, even though it's a lot. I'm sure, but just to have it, because you're like before, you're like, what the fuck, man? Like people want it. There's momentum, and like you're saying, it's like let's we got to keep this moving. Like yeah, but so every time, every time now the ordering thing, um, the ordering process, it's it's become. uh, Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, it's become a timing thing now because we don't. Like, I, I finally understand the concept of cash flow. Because <laughs> um, before, like, having that kind of thing spring up on you, where, like, the cost of your product or what you have to order becomes twice as much, like, where the fuck's that money coming from, you know? Yeah. Luckily, we've, I've been good enough to, like, you know, just live very minimally. I'm not, like, Killing out of life, you know. Personally, I, I do put everything back into the company, so we've been able to. You don't, have, John. You don't seem like a guy who has too big of an ego. <laughs> you're a pretty honest person. Like you're pretty. You share a lot, and you're well spoken, and like. <laughs> yeah, I. So I. Uh, so that shit, fucking. That. I might have to. It keeps pausing. Yeah, I, I keep getting uh, getting phone calls, but uh, anyway. Um, so yeah, all that all that had happened. Um, and now it's a we're we're to a point where um, when we ordered well yes we happen to have we happen to have to pay because you know we, we could have one product um, being ordered at a time and then still have like a ton of another product and it would kind of fluctuate with buying uh, buying times so we'd be able to like handle buying the product because it would just it would alternate but so then all the the double of the ordering it got. We ended up getting the shipment at the same time, so we bought everything at the same time. So, like, we like all this, all this money just left us into product. Yeah, it's like just too much at once, almost. So now we're yeah. now, yeah, I'm just trying to. Uh, I'm, I understand now cash flow, like what that the concept of that is, and uh, 
it's just ordering now because we every time like if you've been one of our customers you you know that kind of every so often we sell out and then we're out we're sold out for you know a, a period of time it's also um i i don't think the company has uh quite figured out their uh their their whole setup their new setup and their new place yet because you know the the turnaround times were they would tell us four to or no uh, six to eight weeks before they moved and then they said it would go to from go from that to four to six weeks that's what they told us and so far all orders have been around 10 weeks now so i've been i've been projecting when to buy for you know the, the four to six week you know turnaround time yeah but it's, but it's been 10 weeks so it's like it's something i kind of don't have control of you know i can't just I would love to be able to just order uh, when we're like halfway through our inventory, but we can't. You know, we can't do that. So I'm, I'm finally understanding the concept of that. Yeah, nice. Um, and maybe might um, start. There's just plenty of ways to. We could even get credit through the company. At, um, just to, they'll just credit us product, and then we pay it off like as we go. So I'm kind of understanding that that whole. Uh, getting loans and all that stuff because we've never ever we haven't had any funding and we haven't every single product we've new product we've come out with has become has been because of um, growth from one single product so it's so that's that's how we've been doing it but it's that's a lot of that's like a that's such a gnarly thing to go through (laughs) yeah sick though it's fun it's not in, in terms of like I guess um it's not good for customers and a, and a business in a sense if you were to like um, think of it in actual like business terms like you sh- I shouldn't be doing that you know like just get your head out of your ass and just like get money from someone and like <laughs> you know make it a fucking business but it's I mean it's not like people can't get their product you know it's just, people still get it so it's, it's working it's just and I, I don't it's not like it's gonna make me it's, like sleep better at night, you know, knowing that someone gave me money to like, it's a, it's working still, you know what I mean? So yeah. I haven't, but yeah, it's just, I understand it now. I fully like grasp the concept of that. Yeah. So I'm more, I'm more open to it now than I was, um, than I have been. So See, it's kind of, kind of where I'm at, sort of. <laughs> no, that's good. And I'm glad that you're still on it and with it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah things come into your life and then you find ways to build them in in there if you care enough so you find ways to like maneuver and keep it going you know whatever it is you know it's like you always find time to go skate so like it's kind of like you find time to make it happen you know yep what? it's fucking uh it's great though it's been good everything's everything's going learning all that yeah advertising I think yeah my advertising last I talked to you I still learning I'm like I feel like I'm I'm pretty good at it now, but the rest of the world's getting good at it too. <laughs> I was kind of there was a point in time when you know my return on on my ads was like pretty fucking good. Now it's now it's kind of I mean it's still good. We're still like getting a return on it, but it's it's nothing like it used to be. And lately, with uh, like it was Prime Day yesterday, and. Um, on the 4th of July so like kind of July is just a horrible time to to advertise yeah if you're a small company because 
it's a bid. It's all bidding. You're bidding for ad space. On yeah. Time wherever they shove ads, but you're you're then competing for everyone that's that has sales going on for Fourth of July, and then you know right after that ends, then people then Amazon comes in and they have their Amazon Prime Day. So yeah, it's just a. Uh, it's hard. It's just. I mean, that's how it is. There's ups and downs, but. Where? What's it? You live in Phoenix. Yeah. Is there um? Is there? Are there live events and stuff going on in Phoenix that you should could go to in that costume and skate, dude? That'd be sick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a weird. That's a weird transition, but. I mean, there is. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a. Um, that would be like another thing. Um, for getting money, um, funding and stuff would be. I think a majority of it would go to being like hiring people or like to do things because um, I kind of have everything documented really well now to where I kind of I don't have like manuals yet or anything but I can teach it I, I'm just I've been doing it so um, long and consistently that I can like when I hired that person last year to do the shipping it like they kind of sat with me one time like through the me explaining it because I have I have like a pretty pretty good system going on and oh, yeah. they like have things labeled and shit and you know they picked it up like immediately like it wasn't even <laughs> it, it wasn't like a week long like training process or anything they, they picked it up so it, it's it's in my head now that it's easy to hire it would be easy to hire people I mean you know before that could seem overwhelming for sure like taking on more responsibility of someone else's paycheck yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's also a thing where it, it's hard to um, hiring because the person that the, the person that we had, I had hired was roommates with my mom, so they didn't have to drive. They were just they would get home from their regular job, and then you know at a certain time at night they would just go walk across the house and pack orders. <laughs> and that, that was easy. So it's it's really hard for me to like rationalize someone. I mean, if I hired someone, I have to it would have to be someone nearby, and a lot of people that I. A lot of people that I know kind of don't live by, or people that, I don't know, I kind of just, like, live away from people. Um, so, it just, because it's not all that much work, uh, I mean, packing orders, it just fluctuates too much, and it's like, I'm not going to have someone, like, drive across town to work, you know, two hours, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, it's, it, just, it doesn't, like, make sense, really, so... It's kind of what I'm, I'm, I'm still back here, back, I'm, I'm packing more again, because I live, you know, I live in the barn, you saw the yoga studio. I, it looks I pretty sick, here. though, that's a pretty good yoga studio yeah. barn. <laughs> yeah. We got a dope set up right now. That's awesome. But yeah, I'm really, yeah, just focusing on that right now, and getting through this, like, yeah, that whole, this whole year, I actually haven't even, I haven't paid myself, like a, uh, I pay myself what I need to live on. Because whereas before I was actually would like get a paycheck and like a little amount of money that would go over what I would n need to live off, you know. Yeah. But this whole year since that, you know, I, everything I explained with the doubling of of the the order amount, and all that shit, I've just been living off of a credit card, like one credit card, and then I'll pay it off. Yeah. And then I go on to the next one, and then I pay that one off. It's just like a back and forth kind of. <laughs> So that, yeah, I'm just back here doing that and get, trying to get through this fucking, this little, like, uh, hectic part. But I just patient, just gotta be patient and wait it out. I think, 
at the beginning of the, the year, this next year, we'll be, we'll be good to being like, actually having like a breakup and, and, uh, how things, with accounting and shit, cause right now there's, there is no accounting. It's like the money comes in and it doesn't get split up anymore because it's just, it goes right back into, <laughs> yeah. Fine. I'm not really like, just accounting has like dropped significantly because I'm not really keeping track of where it needs to go because it's just going right back into buying shit. Have you have you ever done like any um like uh, fairs or anything like that in the city? Because like oh, sometimes you so can much. like with the skateboards like for all I need we'll set up and there's like venues and people are doing like Narragansett Beer has this market called Made on Honor and you can they let you set up a table at their brewery and like sell stuff which is sick yeah. and then like. So what I was- I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, what I was trying to get at with the whole, um, if we were to get money and hiring people, it would be um, for people to do that sort of thing. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not the best, like, in person. I'm pretty, like, introverted. I, we've done things like that. Yeah. And, uh, there's just people that are would just be exponentially better at that kind of thing than me. Like, <laughs> sitting in a booth and, like, being, like, energetic and, you know, doing that even even though i like fully believe in like what i'm doing and everything it's just really hard for me to like push it like that i'm just not that kind of it's it's just not a a thing i should be doing myself (laughs) fair enough it's more it's there's just people out there that i could give money you know pay to do that thing and they would just be way better at that (laughs) we have we have done we've done We've done little, uh, um, we've set up booths and stuff at places. Nice. And, uh, certain stores, like when when we were in more stores than we are now, we, we would go into stores and do little, like, sample sample pack. Yeah. You know, samplings and shit like that. You need, like, an army of skaters that want to work, and then you could just have the homies. That you, you know what I mean? That's the way it should work, right? Yeah. Do you have, like, a local park or anything like that? That I go to? Yeah. Yeah, there's there's one like a few miles from my house. Let's um, see. Yeah, that's where I've been I've been going there way more than I normally would. Hell yeah, so, yeah. It's good to get out and like socialize and meet other people that are like out there <laughs> living, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's one of those. It, it's hard. I, and yeah, right now I just I kind of know um, what get what um, what tasks and. Um, I just from analytics and things I I see what where I where I, at, um, just me myself where um, me spending my time I get the most out of it yeah and so I'm not I'm not there yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah as far as like yeah doing events and things like that I I've tried it and it's just it, it helps but it, yeah I'm just not just not for me. I, I, there's things that I get um, get a better return. Yeah, I guess because I'm I'm like for me it's a skate event usually. Like we yeah. go to a lot of skate stuff, you know, and set up and just meet people and they're all skating and it's like filming and just setting up, showing everyone what you're doing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could. I mean, I mean, there's any way to go about it. We could do it like that. There's. That'd be sick. I feel like you're pretty legendary, like skate-wise. So, like, I don't know. I'm hyped to know you, and I live in the East Coast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> Sick, man. Um, 
yeah, fuck, man. We just been skating a bunch. Got the intern right next to me, dude. He's getting school yeah. credit to help me with this thing. It's pretty sick. <laughs> it's like you need some help, and KK gets some experience and yeah. helps me, and we uh, push it forward. Do you, guys, uh, do you do work on full-length videos or ever, or is that kind of like a done thing? We're, just... we're working on one right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're still doing all that. Yeah. I, know, I know you do YouTube and all that, and I... I just wonder if what how um, people look at how you look at that or like go about that. Well, like, uh, here's how uh, I here. Let me break it down for you. So, like, yeah. to me, I'm like, okay, so it's kind of like memory collecting to me because I'm like, I'm like going out on these sessions with other people, and it's like sick to get the free time to go out and skate with my homies and lurk around. So I'm like, it's just sick to kind of capture it and put it online, and it's like. Um, I don't know. It's, like, a fun to do. But, like, I like saving tricks, too. Like, I like working on full-length projects together with other people because it's sick to see someone work at something and save the best stuff. So, like, with our with our webisodes or our videos or our episodes, it's, like, everything. It's, like, skating, a lot of the warm-up stuff, the antics stuff. It's, um, sometimes it's, like, a banger that, like, someone's done twice or whatever, you know? But, like, we've been just trying to save, like, our own little... You know, collection of clips and still do a full length. And I try to do that every year because it's like there's kind of a season with the winters, you know, and then we all see each other in the skate park at the edge usually or wherever, and we're inside for the whole winter. But like during the summer, it's like a season, you know, it's like it's a spring, summer, fall, you know, like you the best is the spring and the fall, and you know, like you just get clips until the winter's bad, and then we all kind of come together and see where we're at. Sometimes we'll take a trip if like. We gotta round it out, you know? And but sometimes they come together faster, certain dudes are killing it, like you know what I mean. Like but the vlog the episodes on our website, on our YouTube channel, they they go up weekly or usually weekly if uh you know, if I get a session in. Sometimes I go to my skate park and just film other people for hours. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's crazy, but like I know everyone. We're like we have to spend winters together, it's like we get to know each other, and, like, you just... It's sick to see everyone, like, working, being healthy, productive, happy, trying to grow and, like, get better and year after year. So I like skate lessons, too, because I get to meet a lot of young kids that want to learn how to skate, and my goal is just to get them to, like, balance and get autonomous. So get them to be able to create with me instead of me just having to show them, you know? And it doesn't take long, because you start introducing them to each other, and they all got personality or, I don't know. Skate lessons are my favorite because I'm meeting all these young people that are so sparked about skating. It's like, I don't know. And the, it doesn't take much. It keeps me rolling, too, because I'll go to the park, like, on a Saturday morning. I commit at, like, 9 in the morning, and I got to go hang out with a kid and really be focused and, like, try to, like, make sure they're focused on their board. And, like, I know they want to learn, you know, so it's sick. And then how much to push someone or how much to, like, not push them. And, like, everyone has a balance and... People are working on shit you're talking about. Like, I, I grew up, like, working on tons of shit with myself. Like, just having these demons, like, that were passed on to me just from other people's mistakes and just not correcting them. And then you're confronted with it. And you know what I mean? Like, life compiles and you can pass it on. It's intense. Like, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Just something about seeing so many kids sparked on skating. Right now, I've been doing a lot of lessons with little girls, which is insane because they're also they're everything i thought they would be is like brave and smart and you know just like just like the little boys you know it's sick to see them hyped on skateboarding yeah it's rad man yeah 
But yeah, that's that's it. I just consume it. I mean, I, I work to work other jobs. I work for other people. It's weird when you're in multiple positions when you work for yourself and you work for other people and you're like you're doing like five different things. Like I know you felt the explosion. It's like holy shit. Like I because I work for the skate park too and I do like all their events and manage that and social media and like then I work with World Industries and building that up and trying to preserve that and uh, and then all I need. So like it's crazy. It's a lot, dude. You ever do a float tank? <laughs> I actually have one time. Dude, you need to, I need to do one. It's like, it's such a de-stressor, man. Actually, dude, it's so insane. I actually did it on the, on the day of the, was it the day of or day after? What happens day during the eclipse? What, what is that? Is that a thing? I don't know. Is it supposed to be like moon pass well, in front of the sun? I yeah, does it fuck people up though? In Arizona, maybe it's hot out there. Sells eclipse glasses. Um, I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure. It, I'm sure it affects us somehow. I wonder. I, well, for me, at the time, I was panic and I was yeah. already in a, in a fucking out there state of mind. Like I was, it was fucked up, but I went in there. I mean, I can I can explain it how like a delusional. <laughs> like a werewolf we'll just say a werewolf just turn into a werewolf go crazy yeah <laughs> um, I mean it, it's kind of the same story that you, you just it, it starts with like you know I thought I was another chosen one sort of thing and then it it, it mellowed out from there because I kind of like caught myself and then I thought you know with like the growth happening and all this I thought I was uh, got like um, inducted into some group of people in the world that were like running things so they were finally like oh he's done his due diligence so now he's he's um, a part of this um, we, or, or we can start we can start tapping into his thoughts and his uh, morals and his his ways of going about life and we can we can then um, use his brain tap into that to then feed it into front-facing figures that are actually running the world. So it was basically like, and around that time, Trump was in town. So I, I thought that everything that I was doing around that time um, and thinking and doing, and because Trump was here, they were, he was closer to me and everyone, uh, like all the uh, public, you know, politic people, whatever, they were closer to me because they, they had zoned in and figured out where this new because it is it's also it's also a um it's a re, it's like a religious type um experience super spiritual so you kind of feel like you're tapped into um like other um like higher beings like angels or just things like that you can that feel are, that way yeah that you're um that they're they're guiding you and you like you're you're opened up and you have a you're receiving their message way clearer than anybody else at this point in time and the way that in your manic, you know, state so that you can convey this message and your your way of being. You've grown up in a certain way and you've lived and your morals and everything that you get, you, that you, I got chosen. And so these angels and things came and, and uh, were feeding me this information um, more clearly than anyone else. So then... These political figures like Trump and everyone came closer to me because they, you know, they're also semi-tapped into this, uh, this um, 
this feeding of information from higher up beings. So they knew that they didn't know exactly who I was, but they knew that it was coming, that this new um, enlightened person on Earth was in Arizona. So they flew Trump here so that whatever Trump was doing, hopefully my actions and my way of thinking were then easily um, downloaded from me into these um, higher up figures and sent into him to make sure that the things that he was doing in the world or whatever was going on. Yeah, but why would you want to be, why Trump? <laughs> Just because the president, because of status? President, exactly. Yeah. Stat- I had nothing to do with, um, I wasn't even following, I don't follow that, I don't, it's, Coincidence. it's not thing that I'm like into. Yeah. I, I don't really, I don't know anything about it, you know, sort of, I mean, some of the shit he does is stupid, but it, it wasn't, it had nothing to do with yeah, okay, I know what you're saying. It's more of um, what I thought, like I was I was receiving these messages and... Like symbols. And it just, yeah, so it was basically my my brain then was um, just a new, I was just a new um, enlightened figure on, on Earth so that um, whoever was getting the message out um, that we know about through media, you know, the president's a perfect person to then, that everyone's eyes are on him, so it's like, okay, so if his eyes are on him, then the quickest way for me to get my message without, you know, going through these angels or higher beings into everyone else, it goes into this person, and it gets, it gets spread out, like, it's, that's, that's how you think when you're manic, like, yeah, 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 it's, so, yeah, that's, (laughs) (laughs) what we were, we were talking about, um, well, that could work the other way, too, because manic, like, for my mom, she would spiral out of control because she couldn't handle it, and it should, it'd turn into mania, where she'd just, like, get, dig herself deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper until, like, every bridge is burnt, and you're, like, it's almost, it's a re- repeating cycle patterns that are built in, almost, like. Yeah, there's the, the mania, there's, yeah, mania where people, exactly what you're explaining, um, it's called hell. <laughs> it is literally they, hell. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> they manifest it. They'll get like start spending all this crazy money that they don't have, and like just doing weird, really weird. Like they'll get like hypersexual and like all of this shit. I've heard all these stories, but for me, when I go manic, it's like a um, it's it's like I I'm trying to save the world. That's like my mania is is what happens. I get very grandiose and um, my way of thinking and I, I have like a heightened um, like self-importance kind of like aspect to it I guess yeah I can see I, I mean, if, I need, if I'm like this I need to be sharing it or like getting it out to people no but that's like part of the growth is like you're tuned in once you it is you said it's like a it's like a spiritual thing or something some sort oh. of connection with the divine or something that like you see results because you work hard and you focus and like I mean, that's, like, normal. People should be able to work hard and reap it and be able to have to try to manage what they can. You can only earn what you keep or keep what you earn, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that takes time. It's like a long – life is long. That's the roughest part about it is you got to learn how to, over time, maintain, you know, and find balance. Because, even, dude, sometimes we want things that aren't good for us, you know, like, but we don't know it, you know? Yeah, you kind of get this uh, – this, um, you kind of apply – more um, value to what the outcomes you've made, you know? Um, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly what you're saying with, like, everything you're doing in life. Because, yeah, running, 
people, everyone's like, oh, I want to run my own business. That's fucking insane to do. <laughs> it's, it's not as, like, it's not as fucking... It's not, glamorous. it's not as glorious, yeah. It, it's crazy. So, you, you, you're then living and you're doing all this stuff. You're like, wait, this is still, like, this isn't right. This should be better. So, then you kind of, like, I guess you then get delusional and you're like, oh, I need to apply my own grandiose um, feelings to, to what my uh, outcomes sh- should actually be or something like that. So then you're like, oh, I guess I'm fucking, <laughs> I guess I'm a new enlightened person. <laughs> I don't know. But what, what, how it started was the flip tank. That's what was, that's what you asked. And uh, so the days before the, the eclipse happened, I thought that this, this shit fucked me up kind of like pretty gnarly because I, or the eclipse happened. I can't remember if I went into the flow tank on the exact day of the eclipse. That's kind of crazy. You yeah. almost go. You might but go back in time. You don't know. You, who knows what happens when you do that? My, at the time that I was thinking, so I also like beyond beyond what I just explained. Yeah. I thought that we were entering a new, um, like a new, a new age. I think it was Aquemini, right? Age of Aquarius. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, they don't follow it, but. My, whatever I am, I'm a Capricorn. Yeah. And it so happened to be the, um, the, the sign that was before whatever age we were entering in. And I looked at this, like, chart thing online. I was like, oh shit, I'm, and then it turned into, um, it turned into us leaving the, the planet and actually interacting with these, these, uh, beings that I, I thought I was communicating with and that they were helping. So I thought that it was, since I was a chosen one, and there was other, other one, other people like me on this planet, that we needed to, we needed our, um, our like enlightenment to then see the planet, like for people, so that we could um, leave the planet or li- like keep living on this planet or whatever or both. So then I thought I was someone that was going to. I, I at one point thought I was going to live forever. <laughs> I thought I was like an immortal, and I was going to be um, part of like a committee that would control um, us leaving the planet Earth. And like, um, you really thought that? Yeah, it was like uh, for a little bit. And so when I are was, you religious? Were you ever? Re- are you religious? I grew up. I mean, my 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 dad's parents were Catholic. I mean, there's all like we have. Crosses our arms. We didn't go to like uh, church regularly or anything. Yeah. So I grew up with that story, and I think that's why I go to that. Uh, I think I am like a Jesus figure when I have those sort of things go on. Um, but anyway, I'm in the float tank, and I thought, oh, this is my way of since since um, you know I'm in this float tank, and this um, this shifts happening, you know, this eclipse. So after this eclipse passes, um, like this new. Um, enlightenment to everyone is going to happen, and uh, it's that that will be the start of it of us, the beginning of us, human like civilization being better on this planet and expanding into the. So I'm laying in the tank, and I I this is the part that fucking I'm laying in the tank, and I was thinking that I was spreading my um, yes this enlightenment to everyone, and mainly. Um, Mainly women, and then I wake up the next day, and all there was all these headlines and all these stories of um, 
their the girls um, their cycles their menstrual cycles were off because and it was they say it was because of the eclipse. So there was all of these fucking stories of girls just their cycles just they just started their cycle it was just off their cycles were off. This is insane though. Let me point out this is insane right now. A little oh, bit. Holy fucking shit! I'm reading looking at this and I was like, oh well. I guess what I was thinking and being told and like receiving this is like sit in this tank and you're going to be spreading my what I have my enlightenment or whatever into as many people as possible it's not just me but other people that are enlightened on the planet and then all of a sudden I'm like well it fucking worked <laughs> all these headlines are fucking <laughs> being like what in the fuck so then yeah, it just went on to that, and then it got it got pretty bad. I uh, um, I also had a point where it got so it got so overwhelming um, and intense for me that I I kind of couldn't. Um, it, it was bad. It was like when I it was when I finally because like I said at the very beginning of the conversation, I knew it was going on, and I could. It, it, Keep in mind, this whole time that I'm thinking this way and, and doing this, I'm still running the business. I'm still buying an apartment, moving things, driving a U-Haul truck. Like, I'm still living my life and still interacting with people normally. I don't seem, I don't seem out of it in any way. Well, it's like an inner narrative. You're telling yourself. You're writing the story. Exactly. Yeah. And so, I and I also knew how to not act because yeah, I don't know how to not act when you are manic to get caught and you know go there's just a there's a lot to it but anyway I made it out I'm like chill didn't didn't end up in the hospital or anything but it got fucking intense I, I also thought at one point that in order for me to to um actually fully become um aware of or being able to send my message and actually help humanity evolve, I I would have to kill myself, and that correlate, you know, because you know, and then you, I would um, whatever re- uh, resurrect or whatever the fuck happened, you know, yeah. this, it, you die and come back so I, there was a point where it was so intense and I was convinced, I like I, I was battle, it was, there was a good and evil battle as well and I was not, I was not convinced that um, killing, killing myself was um, fully. So if there was not a battle in my mind going on with what it, with what would be, um, good so or someone had to win. Someone had to win, though. Yeah. And for for whatever <laughs> reason, because I remember I was like going, I was back in my grandma's. CNN was on, and I was eat. She gave me like an ice cream sandwich. Was eating it and just there was for whatever reason the shit that I was listening to on TV it correlated with politics and this message and shit and I'm like out of my mind so I'm eating this thing and it got way too intense and I had to I had to leave go on a walk so I like threw the ice cream sandwich away and like I thought I was getting like evil messages from the TV or whatever so I left and it got so intense and I was like oh shit it's like what I need to do is kill myself to then become um more accessible to these things or be part of these pe- beings and stuff to um, 
you know, get get my message out or like be able to. No, that you're much more you're much more valuable here. Tray flipping for sure. It means the fucking world to me. Tray flipping yeah. onto walls. Yeah, onto walls. Kick flip wall rides and fuck. I was gonna ask you earlier, like, how do you wall ride? Because I struggle so hard with a wall ride, but dude. But yeah, it was fucking. It was insane. I remember like I'm at the end of my driveway going on a walk, and I'm like, all right, you got it. And that's kind of when I finally like, all right, mom, this is like. Because she kind of saw shit was going on and with me, and I kind of was like, all right, I'm fully, this is where it's, like, beyond the point. So I kind of, like, she knew what to do and kicked me around and in the house and, like, kept her kept her eye on me and shit and all that. So That's good. mellowed out from there. It, it, it was pretty, it was pretty fucking intense. And then, yeah, like, after, like, I said, after all that, it fucking turned into gnarly depression. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's okay. all right. That's like part of growing is go- what? That's part of the growth is going through that to like find a way to like re- rebuild and reconstruct a second time and re-aim and be better. That's like some people will just stay in one mode all the time. They don't try anything. They don't even take the chance of of doing something, you know, cuz they like dude, people around me talk themselves out of stuff all the time or used to, you know, when I was growing up. And uh it's like you, you can, you could be so much, you know. And sometimes you aspire for a lot, put a lot of pressure on yourself, all that stuff, man. It's not, it's, it's all right. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard, man. It's good when you're committed, though. You seem like someone's very committed to whatever they do, but don't like for sure. Right here, much more valuable tray flipping, dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's not even a. I mean, as it, as it sounds, it sounds like kind of crazier than it. It was a very like. It was basically a walk down my driveway. My driveway's like, whatever, like a hundred yards long or something. Yeah. So it was like that was when it was like in- incredibly intense, and that was where that thought was like, oh, sh- like holy shit. Yeah. And then I fucking I walked it off. I went. On, I kept walking. I went on a walk around the mountain, and I fucking pulled myself back down. And like, you know, I came back to earth, kind of like. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> and then I told my mom and was like, "Yeah, I'm not fucking the same, right?" But then I, I mellowed out. I'm, I'm back, doing good. But yeah, that's good, man. Yeah, I struggled. I learned all that shit real quick because my mom was so self-destructive and like she had so many issues as a child. As like when I was growing up, it was there was no safety net half the time. You know, like I was always feeling real vulnerable as a little kid and. uh my mom just could not, like, my whole life, she just fell apart again and again. She'd get together for a little bit, and then it would come crashing down, and it would just, like, she would disappear, and, like, to the point where I was, like, old enough just to, like, try to do it on my own, you know what I mean? Like, instead of just slumming it and whatever, so, then, like, got a job. But, like, dude, seriously, my whole upbringing was, like, crazy. Um, my mom was wild, and my father was a motorcycle, he was in a motorcycle gang, too, and he was with my mom, and my mom was out of her mind, you know, like, I love her, I love both of them, but, like, they must have been the wildest people, because, like, my, like, dude, seriously, I used to be antisocial and kind of weird, just because, like, uh, I still am, sort of, I guess, but, like, it's just from, um, having, like, crazy situations from adults thrusted on me, it, like, fucked me up as a child, I didn't know how to react, so, like, then I was just like, I don't know how to act, so then you just kind of retreat sometimes, you ever retreat and, like, go inward? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's the only thing I rely on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the, the tagline, kind of, my, my, uh, what I stamp on all my boxes when I send out is fuel for inner space travel, that's my... Nice. My, that's beautiful. I, I feel like I feel like 
feel like putting good things in your body and, you know, um, going inward is, that's key. Those two things will get you, get you far. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. For yeah. sure. That's good. It's weird because it's weird because we fucking we're born into a crazy world as this little vulnerable thing, and then you're brought up and it's like you never know what's gonna happen. Like crazy shit happens, wars and all this media shits thrusted upon you. It feels like you can form narratives very easy to justify anything, you know. So like it's hard to tell when shit's real, you know. Sometimes, and people want to look for delusions too because it's it's easier to look for that than it is to like just keep inching your way forward you know like it's hard dude it's no joke dude do you have a do you have anything that you uh any like shit you follow or use to to like self-talk kind of stuff like that yeah i li- i listen to tons of podcasts like i listen to a whole bunch of people that are supposedly experts in their field but like i'm always skeptical like i don't care who they are like if I listen to them, I'm all... Because I, I grew up, like, with that violence and shit and that vulnerability. And I just... Even police made me skeptical. Because they'd come in and take my mom away. So I'm confused with that line. And, like, government... I don't know. Like, we are poor. So, like, I don't know. Government doesn't seem to help you when you're poor, you know? Like, who's the government? Rich people? I guess. I don't know. Like, I don't... So it's like... To me, I was always... Uh, I'm always very, like, aware. You know? Like, I try to have the best... Uh, I try to have the best... Uh, I try to see the best in people, you know, but, like, I'm also aware that people have a full range. That's why there's a heaven and a hell, you know? So, like, I learned that very early because the people around me were crazy and they could show me love and they could show me violence and, like, you've seen it, do it to themselves, you know? Like, and it just continues and you fucks people up, you know? Like, and then there's governments that... You see some of the shit that the government or whoever the fuck it is that has playing politics, you see what they've pushed through that clearly clearly isn't good for humans or the soul or the human condition or an average life like in there's so many potholes they'll set you up with and try to like it's just like people are making money off of deceiving people it's horrible you know like everyone's trying like humans are worth more than a currency or success or whatever like just being able to breathe and like the rot it's hard dude it's fucking crazy like i don't how old are you john what how old are you 30 nice i'm 35 I had to think about it. <laughs> but just the way I grew up, man, I've always been, like, kind of weary. Like, I just I just wanted to be able... I always was weary of stuff and handouts. I don't like handouts. Like, sometimes it's hard for me to take help or whatever, you know? Like, to a fault sometimes, you know? I have an intern now, though. Fucking making oh, them, making them count boards all day, bro. <laughs> my, thing too, my thing, too, with getting help from people, it's like... I just, like, kind of want people to do their own, like... I don't know. It's just, it's hard for me to hire someone to pack the boxes for me because it's like, you're not fucking meant to pack boxes. <laughs> yeah, 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 true, true. <laughs> and a lot of people, you know, that I that I would go to immediately, like people that I know, well, a lot of people I know skateboard, it's like, well, you don't, like, I mean, yeah, you need money, you need a job and shit, but it's like, I'm, you you could just do a lot more with your skating. I mean, don't fucking... I don't know. I just... I have that little, like, struggle kind of... Yeah. But, like... But, dude... But for, there's but, some people that, like, love being told what to do, though. Yeah. And it's so hard for me to fucking understand that. Well, not even... Not even that. It's just, like, there's some people that, like... Might, like, just want your advice and help and guidance. And then, like... 
you can provide them with a job and like they'll probably they might grow out of it or whatever but at least it's like they can learn and adapt it's why it's like if you have people in the that's why i love skateboarders because skateboarders work hard at things like they work hard at their skating not always there's a whole range of skaters but there's something about obsessive compulsive and filming video parts and like all this stuff you do and the repetition and the the persistence and all those qualities like make like a pretty sturdy human that can figure things out and like move forward you know so like i don't know those are people i'd want to work it's like finding something you want to work for and behind and like i don't know you you to me are like someone who's built up some sick shit with your skating like you've made an impact on me like so i don't i don't know i i I don't think you're not the person to follow i just think like you know maybe it's just too much at once it came at you like you're not even ready like now you got experience though that's like good you know because that's the change like when you're young you don't you can be careless and you can be a little reckless and there's like you have the freedom to experiment you know but then like there's a time where like sometimes you have to handle the pressure and take on more responsibility and lead the way which is terrifying imagine like trying to i don't know that's terrifying to me it's like having a kid like you have a kid now you're no longer you it's something else with you it's not a dog like not a dog can't put your kid down can you you can't put kids down (laughs) jk jk everyone's gonna get mad he's gonna get mad (laughs) oh fucking baby gate (laughs) yeah if i hadn't if i hadn't went through my my first the first episode that i manic episode years back yeah and like knew what it was like to live through that and all that and then it happened like it happened last year i probably would have like fucked so much shit up in my life (laughs) probably like who knows but yeah just because i had been through the experience before i was able to you know you heard the story how fucking out of my mind and like Nah, but you're you're out of your mind, but like you're out of your mind, but only in the sense that people will fill that void for you. Like they'll let you tell a story, and like it's easy to accept it. Like it's, but it's like you did feel you you got you were like you found something you wanted to do. You worked really hard. You saw a lot of results from it. Like that's that's crazy. Like and it turned into a job, you know. Like and you're like trying to manage it all. So like it is kind of like harnessing your inner power, you know. So like that's that's powerful that's like divine you know that's what they say it is is realizing yourself and realizing that you can have influence whether good or bad you know and then trying to find a w- way to wield your energy and the shit that makes a difference and matters you know uh-huh. and that's a process that's super that's a lifetime some people never figure that out you know <laughs> people are wor- i hope you're we're working on it till the end you know yeah yeah because you're never like finished and you're never perfect because if you are then you can you have too much free time maybe maybe (laughs) been there though been there for sure i when i was younger i went through like crazy shit so i'd build these narratives just to be mad because i was just like needed some way to out like way to put that into an outlet you know like get mad you know (laughs) like whatever it's fucking hard but it's like feels good too because you're like you build identity and then you have to smash it as you go past it and like i don't know it's good to have different range of personality too because it helps you you know you just have to wield them it's like into one thing you know focus it pay attention on the one thing maybe i don't know but it's good it's good to talk about it it helps me it reminds me of stuff like it's good yeah <laughs> i think my uh i've been trying or like from here you know because i'm not uh like i said i'm trying to wait till the end of the year to like um I start like getting fully back on track with shit so I'm like trying to live I've been telling myself like 
get like spend this next six months, you know, up until the, the end of the year of like getting comfortable with that, like the the ups and downs instead of fighting it. Yeah. Instead of just fucking accept that because like it would yeah you just beat yourself up when you're in the downs. Like I I don't have control over shit. I don't know. I've just always let that sort of thing uh, like in business affect me in a way. So I'm like, this is like a really good time for me to like go like just learn how to like pull myself away from that. Like not, not have a like exhale, like breathe outwards. Only <laughs> attached to it and of those things and like letting it because it, it'll be. I, I think that's what would be super uh, helpful for me. And like a, it, this is like a really really good time for me to do that. But it's kind of what I'm I'm doing. Uh, self-talk-wise and, like, internally. Yeah. In, in terms of the uh, running the business and stuff like that, but... Yeah, it's good to, like, know a story and a narrative and, like, how... It's good to add to it, too. Like, shit like this allows you to define your character and figure out who you are and, like... Some people don't test themselves. It's nice to know that you're out there swinging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you good? So, what... Did that video come out? Did the... Happy Medium video? Happy Medium 4? Yeah. Yeah, that premiered, uh, whenever the Phoenix Am weekend, that was, uh, I think April. Is it, is it, um, is it online or DVDs? DVD, uh, certain, certain parts are, it got released on Thrasher, certain parts, um, my parts up on that, um, I think a lot of them, it's, they're there, yeah. Nice. Happy Medium 4, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Nice. Uh, How do you feel about this part? Be honest, like bro. It. Be honest. How do you feel about this part? Um, I mean, I'm <laughs> proud of it. It's sick. It's a, it's a... Any video part I put out now is not going to be um, like they used to because it's not what I'm completely focused on, you know? Yeah. Well, you're Sorry. changing. You're doing different stuff. <laughs> Sorry about that. harder to put something out, like with anything that you do, any person, anything. If you want to, like be upper level like for anything you can't you can't do anything else like basically everything else in your life that's the kind of you have to sacrifice the rest of your like other things in your life to put like something out that's like very that other people will find um will get something get it get uh blown away by yeah other other than that the stuff that I put out now is me being comfortable with uh or just Enjoying the process of doing it first and foremost, but what I put out now is just being happy with what I put out because I have fucking uh, shit of other shit I'm, I'm working on. <laughs> yeah, you can't fucking be amazing at something while you're trying to juggle shit. It just doesn't. I don't think that's. It's hard. I don't think it works. I don't think it's possible to do. Yeah, it's harder for sure. Like, well, for me, I'm thinking about it right now. For me, like. I do a lot more filming than actually skating, you know, like, I film a lot, I film a lot, it divides up half my time. I, I, I have to, I think about, like, letting go of skateboarding a lot, actually, it sucks. Not in the way of, like, letting it go and, like, but, like, letting, letting go what my version of skating was or whatever, just trying to be fair and honest about, because I'm, like, I want to make sure skating lasts forever, you know, like, so you can always skate and, like, have it, you know, even just rolling around or whatever, so it's, like, but I agree. It's good that you go hard. You have a good collection online, so it's like you yeah. you made the most of yeah. like your energy. Uh, my, uh, <laughs> that my share 
fair share of video parts. I've definitely worked my ass off with all that. <laughs> That's awesome. Wait, you can tell. Like, we've already started with the, uh, another video. Um, nice. I, I haven't filmed a trick in a while because I, yeah, with the whole remodeling thing. And then I've, I've also, I've been single for two years. <laughs> I live by myself. You know, I work and do everything by myself. So I've been, I've been dating. I've been trying to date a lot in that. That fucking shit is so insane. Nowadays, right? No one tells you that's a fucking whole nother job as well. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is fucked up, dude. It's insane. The amount of time that it takes is like, you don't, cause I, yeah, two years, the first year was whatever, like, rebound shit, you're just hitting up people, you fucking. Let's hang out. You know, Let's hang out. You kind of fucking <laughs> lose your mind. You're like, this isn't what I want to be doing and then whatever go fucking therapy for it and then you're out and then you're like I need to mellow out and you're like okay I'm gonna fucking start to take this seriously and then you're fucking like holy shit this is like an actual it's like a job dude it's fucking it takes a lot of like CTU in your head like brain power it's good yeah it's cause you like are dealing with the opposite right so it's like yeah. it's not your familiar like stance you know like the fucking thing so yeah I've been uh, I was doing that and I've been doing that a lot so I was uh, doing this remodeling trying to fucking keep the business fucking I mean it's doing way better than it has but in terms of uh, the fucking order orders and all that the, the quantity all that fucking shit but just with that the business fucking learning shit and dating I, I just haven't skated it was I was I was seeing it happen I was seeing the like burnout shit happen and catch up again and I was like it's coming up to the same time of year that I had my fucking manic shit happen last year I was like okay I gotta like something's gotta give I gotta like cut some out so it was the skating I stopped because for me like I said when I go and film it's more my process of filming is more of a mental thing than than just going and skating because a lot of my skate it's just not a session where I'm just on a session you film me it's it's fucking. I I have a trick in mind when I go film it. Yeah. Thinking of new shit and like trying to still do shit that's good enough to film all that. It was just all of those things were done. I was like, I I gotta I gotta cut that out. I need to like focus on this remodel and like get my place of like where I'm gonna live that fucking done with. And that happened like I'm still kind of like depressing, like decompressing from the. Uh, from all that, that was like hectic and shit, and like hectic on my mom too, and like all this shit. So doing that, I still have to like. So I have a mattress. I mean, you might have saw it. I was laying out on the stairs. Still have to like buy a bed frame. I haven't even like paid myself enough money to buy a bed frame. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Whatever. <laughs> You're a skateboarder, bro. You're a fucking skateboarder. <laughs> I know you can handle a lot of complexity too. So it's like, you know. So that's- that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm, yeah, but like I said, man, that fucking dating is like fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you have to find a girl that's that's uh, enthralled with something as well. So like, because like me and my lady, we met, and then I had skateboarding, and she was just working, and it wasn't like her work was something that was as engaging or something to be excited about. It was routine. Yeah. Exactly. So our stories were opposite because her life was different, you know? And then, like, 
I don't know. So, like, to me, I had skateboarding, but I had work, too, you know? So, like, I had two different things where she was just working. And then she found pole dancing. And then it was something she could, like, put her whole heart into and, like, sweat, you know? And, like, feel alive and create with, like, our skateboarding or whatever. That's... Something that, like, engulfs your fucking... Yeah. Something... Yeah, something that's honest. Because, like, no matter what, it's, like... You can't take it for granted because you get out there, you'll get fucking broke off. Like, it's something that you... And it's something you can't beat, and it's just something you can, like, kind of... It's, like, um, something you put your life force into, you know? Like, and give value. Because value is, like... That's what I love about skateboarding. So many people love it and, like, continue to do it. And it's, like... I don't know. Skateboarding, for me, has always changed my life. It helped me. Like, my lady I met at a skate shop. The house I'm buying with her right now is from people that own a skate park. Like... The majority of the people in my life are skateboarders that I know, and, like, there's so many crazy, epic people and variety, you know, like, I don't know, I don't know where I was going, but, yeah, skateboarding to me, and my lady found pole dancing, and she just, like, met community, and, like, has it, she has one in the house, and she does it, like, all the time, and, like, she has video parts, and, like, they do shows, like, her and her friend has a pole studio, and, like, they just, like, do that, and, like, so sick, and, like, Okay. It's rad to have something where you can build identity and then build community and see other people and then you have like a, you can just kind of look around and see like you know because like when you see someone skating and they've been killing it you're like yeah that person's been focused focusing on skating it's not easy yeah. to do it so you're like yeah they must be doing pretty good if they made time to get out and go skateboard you know yeah that's good to see that in other people I've really uh, was skating like growing this it's like a there's always been like a segment like uh different not different types of skating just different like um segments or like clicks in skating you know yeah and i feel like it lately or the past like i don't even know how long it's been i've really like dissolved that sort of thing i don't like i just think it's all awesome now whereas like, yeah you know how like there's like cool guy stuff you know like there's some joke there's some jokes to be had though like some shit's ridiculous but like if they're gonna get mad it's like you gotta be able to dish it and give it it's like you know I, I hope there's people out there saying I look ridiculous like Nicolas Cage like people tell me I look like Nicolas Cage all the time and I believe them they're like they're like people at the grocery store that's just working oh. a job and they point it out and I'm like I really do look like them I know it because you tell me all the time so it's like but that to me is kind of funny I'm like well, yeah that's like you could be mean about it I guess like. that's like a type of like Well, in skating, there's, like, people that wear some crazy shit and, like... Yeah, I don't, I'm, like, I don't fucking care about that shit anymore. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm just, like, ever, it's... I don't know what happened with me. I don't know what, where. I just don't, uh... I just, like, like all of it way more. I, like... I, I more like how people... Or people's ways of going about it and trying to figure it out more now than... Yeah. Than, uh... I don't know. It's just... Instead of, like, being judgmental about it, like, a certain way that someone's trying to, like, go about, you know, figuring this out with skating or that, or yeah, the, doing this trick or that trick or whatever, hanging out with, I don't know, just that whole thing, I don't, I don't even, like, know how to explain it anymore, because I don't, I don't think like that anymore, but I remember it was, like, such a huge thing of, <laughs> of 
Uh, Here, John, John Mata 2020 pro Mongo, like running for president. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care, bring it on. <laughs> now, I, I agree though, because, like, dude, everything we're talking about, it's literally a piece of wooden wheels. It really has no vi- value until people assign it some value through using their energy to do something with it. Like, to me, that's kind of sick just to pick up a skateboard. Skateboarding to me is, like, one of the purest things because there's no handlebar and, like, it's not connected to you. So, like, Whatever you manipulate with it is, like, you and the board, you know? Like, it's something that's, like, individually unique per person, which is, like, strange. Like, because it's ridiculous. I was thinking about that the other day. I'm just, like, this thing is, like, a muse. Like, so many people around the world. Like, skateboarding has allowed me to self-develop and and grow. It's allowed me to do that through meeting people and, like, telling a narrative about my life and redefining all the people that are around that, like allowed me to grow and forgive and like move forward and try and like the support of people around you like i used to retreat from that super a lot because i had like crazy violence in home and like i just was afraid to get i'm afraid to get close to people you know like just you don't want to get hurt you know it's like hard to like we can be ugly as 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 much as we could be great you know like we're full this full spectrum of life is intense john I like how honest you are, though. I appreciate it, dude. It's good to yeah, talk fun. about this shit. Yeah, every day. Life happens every day, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Well, sick, man. Thanks for coming on the show for round two, and we're definitely going to do another one, if you're in. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, no, always, anytime. <laughs> and uh, if I get out that way, man, I'm gonna I'm I'm going out west tomorrow, actually, but uh, I'm not going down to Arizona. But if I make it out that way, man, I'll have to hit you up and we'll skate and be sick. Yeah. Skate a park or skate some flat ground or like a street spot and just shred. Yeah. Hell yeah, John. Thank you. Yep, this was good. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Later, homie.